Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Minor Details. The Minor Details? I thought it was just minor, minor Details. details. Le Minor Details. Le Minor Details? I don't know what I'm saying, but if I put it in a weird accent, it might sound French. Los Detalles Menores. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so we were trying to do an um, intro there, but it completely failed. Yeah, but, we but it was still fun. <laughs> it's in the spirit of an intro. There Which is go. what all intros are supposed to be. Yes, the spirit. But anywho. Spirit of the forest. You got a new computer recently, now, I did, did you? I did, I finally. I haven't had a computer since... Well, I have had a computer, yeah. but I haven't had a new computer. It was like a Mac, right? No, I, I, um, I've had, I've had a PC since 10 years ago. Yes. That was like my last new PC. But now you have upgraded. I finally upgraded, yes. During the worst times to upgrade a PC. <laughs> wasn't too bad i've yeah, been like not. i've been watching prices but yeah you know like i try not to pay overpay on like on the gpu or anything which i i really didn't it was the same msrp How much was it like three three hundred four hundred with a twenty dollar rebate four hundred okay so when it originally came out it was 379 not bad so not bad yeah it's, it's again especially nowadays and what is it what type of card do you have again an amd it's an amd it's the rx 6600 it's like the msi version the XT Gaming X or something. Okay, there Some we go. Shit, yeah. yeah, I myself have a uh, GeForce 1070 GTX, and it's it's a workhorse. It's, it's been a workhorse. It's been going for a while, and it's been sustainable. I mean, I could play Elden Ring. I mean, granted, with some settings down, but again, with stable like 60 frames. That's the important part, right? Some yes, that's the most important part. Is I could play Elden Ring. <laughs> If, if literally if my computer cannot handle Elden Ring, I would have probably took the time to actually went out and get that upgrade. And this was more of a hopeful, like, please let it play this good. So then I could continue using this card for the next like five years. <laughs> What's your CPU? My CPU, if I remember, it's an Intel oh, you want i7. Intel. Um, it's a multi-core. Oh, hopefully. Um, and it's has like three, two, no, two point, 89 hertz of speed gotcha i got the yeah. um, the, the ryzen 5600x it's a six core um it's it's a pretty good one nice i'm will probably upgrade in the next couple months i'm, I'm gonna build my parents a computer because they have an old computer that you know all they do is surf the yeah, internet yeah, just gmail surf but it's just so shitty yeah, so yeah. slow so i'm like I'm going to build them a quick little computer for a couple hundred dollars. I'll probably just give them my CPU and upgrade my CPU. There you go. Yeah. I'm thinking of doing because I'm a ham. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You might as well. You know, don't let those parts go to waste, essentially. You know, it's always good to just like lend it out or just give it to someone, really. Unless you're going to sell it. But. No, I mean the brand new CPU I just got. Oh, the one brand new you just got. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, yeah. So just so I could just upgrade my CPU just to have an upgraded CPU. Um, I but you just mentioned about um, recycling old stuff. I completely agree. As long as the firmware still is supported, like um, like the um, the software companies support 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 it with new firmware. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like driver downloads and it's stuff so like annoying because with my old motherboard, that was one thing where 
um, the Ethernet would always crap out on me, and it was always a Wi-Fi issue. Uh-huh. And I would look it up, and it's like, oh, well, it's because they stopped supporting it. So this issue could yep. be fixed, but they're just not going to do it because nope. there's no demand. And no, they no demand. They want to keep upgrading the newer stuff, so that's incentivized for you to get the newer stuff. Yeah. Or like the higher tier models or whatever you have. But the whole point of this PC talk is that you're coming from like a person who's played a lot of like console-esque like Nintendo Switch and handhelds, right? Not saying you never played like a PCS game, but not recently, right? Yes, it's been a long, long time. I, I grew up on PC mouse and keyboard, yeah. but then th- there's been a huge hiatus, so it feels good to be back in yeah. that world. Yeah, the fucking Master Race world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like you said, like I, I've had um, a, a MacBook Pro for a long time now, which has served me well. It's been great for recording, great for oh, yeah. whatever I had to do. But in the game department, it just, you know, wasn't really... No, nah, well, Macs can't play a lot of games, and they um, need, like, a bootlegger of some kind, like a Windows bootlegger just I to, like, to do, do that. I used to do that with my old MacBook Pro, yeah. But it's, it's like... I don't know. It's just like I'd rather just have a PC for that. Yeah, <laughs> and you're matching your PC with a decent uh, monitor, which is the important part. Oh, really, yeah. is is um a lot of times new PC, you know, builders would buy like they'll go all out on the actual tower and the components, but then cheap out on the monitor, so they will be locking themselves essentially in like sixty or even eighty frames when their computer can handle way much more than that. It's just the monitor, just holding it back. I mean, I did kind of cheap out. This is um, 160 bucks at Costco. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, as long as it's above like 60, 80 yeah. hertz. My other monitor, that was not 160 bucks for sure. A but refresh rate, yeah. Yeah. No, this is definitely a 60 hertz, but this is more like a medium monitor. It's 4K. Um, great with the colors. Great with the, with the HDR. So this is great if I want to watch something, if I want, you know, like I, I want to show off the actual like monitor yeah but yeah if i want a game yes it'd be that one yeah that's the thing um we talked about this a little bit the one of the first games you bought or are gonna play is the new bioshock the newest bioshock infinite yeah new as of like eight years ago and right? let me tell you like <laughs> i don't know when was the last time you played a first person shooter game but it must have been on like a 60 cap thing mm-hmm. like a frame or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah wait until you get into this and just feel the smoothness and feel how how much of a difference it makes right and the craziest thing the way i discovered that noticing that difference is when i um played counter-strike for mm. a long time i just played on a 60 hertz or refresh rate monitor and i was i mean i was okay but i wasn't the greatest right but as soon as i upgrade i just immediately notice a difference in my aiming it was a little bit smoother and a little bit more um what's the word uh Precise? Reactive, yeah, reactive. precise, reactive. yeah. Because okay. like when I move, you could really—it's like the slight movements pick up, and that's the kind of important part in Counter Strike is you want to be able to keep your aim in ridicule at like chest height to like head level. So you like little slight movements is important for that. Yeah, makes sense. Quick question: How do you have your mouse set? Is it a really sensitive mouse? Is it? It depends on the game, right? So this is the thing. Since you're new to PC game, and this is the thing you're gonna have to keep in the back of your mind for. A no, couple but I've been games. using a mouse for like for my entire life. Like I've always liked a not a very sensitive mouse, 
And I've noticed a lot of people like very sensitive mice. And I, I don't like it when you touch it and it like just moves like crazy. Yeah. Well, again, um, for gaming purposes anyways, it's really going to depend on the game, right? So for a lot of first-person shooters, like especially competitive games, a lot of the top-tier people... Um, I mean, I haven't been following like now currently, but when I was playing, um, everybody kept their mouse sensitivity really low. Mm. Because the whole point is you want... As I said, you want those precise movements. movements. So if you have like a high mouse sensitivity and you have an op and you're trying to aim, which has a scope, it's going to be moving all over. It's going to be moving all yeah. over the place. And That's if what you, I figured. And if you put it on the lowest setting, like now you're kind of limiting yourself. You know, you won't move as fast. But then again, you're not going to be like going crazy. Yeah, you have like, more control of the range. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of gamers you'll know. Um, through PC playing, you'll see their alley or their like little mouse configure out. They they use their whole arm to play mm. instead of just using little movements their like their wrist. wrists. No, they use their whole, whole arm. arm. Interesting. Yeah, because like and and sometimes what they do. Well, what I did, if you have a small alley like I do, you like you go up and you literally lift the mouse up and then go back and go up again. That's how low sensitivity it gets sometimes that you That's want. That's hilarious. Now, there are some games... So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, you're introducing a word that I don't know, but I can figure out by context. Alley. How, oh. how are you using that? I'm using it as your actual space, your desk space for uh, your mouse. The range. R- like, space. Okay, so the, the physical space that you can move your mouse. Yes. Okay, yes. got it. That makes sense. And... Um, I mean, I call it alley. Uh, other people call it other things, um, path, like mouse path or whatever. But, you know, it's one of those things that it's going to be really dependent on the game. For first-person shooters, you're going to want... And you can test it out yourself now. This is the coolest thing about it. Now you can really see how much all these little changes make in PC gaming, right? Because if you play Bioshock, you could literally put on, like, whatever normal sensitivity you want or how you us- usually like it. And then after you do a couple of like firefights, then go to a lower sensitivity and bam, you'll see a difference. You'll be be able to move your character with WASD and do like strafing and stuff like that and not worry about your aiming movement too much. As long as you keep it on one section, you just need to move your full body and then you just get the headshots like that. So that's another thing about PC gaming is that it's way more in line of how you want to set up your own controller base, more customization, more freedom. Exactly. Instead of just this, like I'm like right now I'm physically showing chimp, uh, like me hold pretending to hold the controller. You don't have to pretend. I have one right here. Yes. Look at this. You only got your thumbs and you only got your fingers right here. Right. And it's kind of limited. There's, you could change your button layout. And I'm not saying there's people who can't be good on a controller or whatever, but you take, a person playing a first-person shooter that doesn't have aim assist, I would much rather use a mouse and keyboard yeah, rather than the controller. Because, again, you have more buttons to press. You got more specialized keys you can set for specific things. And it could be minute things, like taking out a knife, going right to the grenade pullout, right? Instead of having on controller, like Call of Duty, which was a really smart implementation throughout its series was a quick grenade throw button on the controller while on pc you always always had that you know you always had something like that right 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 yeah but i can yeah i'm, I'm definitely mouse and keyboard that's like yeah that's the preferred but you can't lay back on the couch with a mouse and keyboard no you can't yeah but that's also why pc is pretty cool because as long as you got a usb you connect 
whatever controller you have but it depends though because if you're using like a microsoft computer it's gonna have like specialty drives or whatever or specialty programs for its own xbox controller right and things will work better with one controller than another like a playstation right. because um i mean now in steam i think they updated it now so yeah steam makes it easier makes it easier but let's but, say you didn't have something like that i used to use x back x patter yeah and yeah. trick my computer thinking my playstation was a xbox yeah. controller xce 360 or whatever yeah, yeah yeah something like that yeah yeah um x controller emulator yeah no i'm actually dealing with that now because i've mostly been playing final fantasy 14 and and, nice. and, and we'll get into that yeah and yeah i mean mouse and keyboard all the way but then i was like let me try out you know like I, I personally out of all the controllers i've tried my favorite is the switch pro controller it's yeah. the most comfortable most it just it feels great so i love using that controller so I've, i set it up with my computer sets up perfect i was playing a dreamcast em- emulator was perfect um, nice yeah and then when i went to go play final fantasy it wasn't fucking working wasn't working yeah yeah final fantasy has a weird has a weird setup like and it was reading the controller, but it was like not everything was right. And I, I tried using the XCE thing and it just. See, the thing with uh, Final Fantasy, I, I'm only guessing because I only played this on like an official like Xbox One controller. Right. So it like connected fine and everything worked fine. That's what I heard. Right. Yeah. And and imagine if you use a PlayStation, same thing. Right. And it's only because the interface uh for the keyboard for the combinations or whatever it's programmed differently from like actually playing on a keyboard because now you use the back triggers as a way to switch your uh hotkey right so i would imagine that might have some problems with a switch controller but it's even them it's just the axis the axes oh the axes oh, yeah okay. like like it won't read the, the left and right correctly it's really freaking weird but it works perfectly when i'm using that that the xbox emulator thing oh yeah, yeah so it's not it's not the computer with the controller it's probably it's, the game itself it's the yeah actual that's what game. i'm saying it's probably just the game so itself i need to write to square enix it. and say fuck you yeah get your fucking shit together yo <laughs> what the fuck man? yeah so thirteen dollars uh, every six months ain't too bad. Oh, for a uh, Final Fantasy. Oh yeah. So here's another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, MMO games. This will be. Th- is yes. this one of your first? Yeah. So we're definitely gonna be talking about MMOs. I haven't played an MMO. I don't think ever. Ever really. I mean, I want to say yes. I have. I'm trying to maybe think. like a little bit, right? You only got to like level five or ten and so and so, and then kind of dropped it. Because like I wasn't really into like Ultima and Neverwinter Nights when that was really popular. Like I was on a PC then. Yeah. But I didn't really get into that. And then around when Warcraft got um not Warcraft World of Warcraft World got really of Warcraft, popular. Yeah. I didn't play that. I I, I purposely avoided it because I saw how people were just like really into it. I'm like, oh my god, I can't do this. I mean, there's a reason, man. And then after that, yeah. it was just like, yeah, I just never got into MMOs after that yeah uh, the thing with mmos is that it does require a specific mindset coming in right but the more the more i play this game the it's more infectious it, right no it's yeah. i love the game the game is amazing I, w- I wish i didn't have to work but it reminds me a lot of xeno xenoblade xeno it's xeno like oh, without, yeah. with, without the online aspect yeah without the online stuff but that's you see that's a major difference is that to you it may seem like not much 
of a thing, but you gotta understand just the fact that it's a constantly online game. And if you go out, like let's say you start doing dungeons and someone starts hitting you up and stuff. Yeah, no, I'd love that for sure. That for is sure. an avenue to open up yourself to so many other opportunities within the MMO space. Absolutely, I completely agree. And I can't wait to get there. I just don't have friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't have friends to <laughs> right play now, with. Solo. I know. I get I it. I did join um, a guild test, and oh, then nice. so it was like just four random people, and we we're all playing together. I'm like, thanks, guys. That was my first time. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like, what the fuck? You got to understand, like, Final Fantasy in terms of like entering as a new person coming into an MMO. That is probably the best communities you could walk into. I noticed first that. time because everyone wants to help. Everyone is always willing to be like, yo, let's do something, right? And literally, you could hit someone up on a dungeon, just be like, hey, can you give me a hand with this? And you could like negotiate something with them, without any form of like ego i'm still trying to figure out how to talk to people i just realized the other day that you can click on the, on the little bubble and change who you're talking to oh yeah <laughs> yeah you're still it's baby steps man. yeah baby I, steps. I look at people i'm like this person is trying to communicate with me but i don't know what to do well here's a tip um <laughs> like it, someone petted me if you uh, do you know about slash stuff so um if you put in like slash the player name it will instantly give you a whisper window to that person okay so yeah so like so like key commands Got yeah it. yeah exactly and Oh, you got to remember slash. So you could do slash help and it'll show you all the key commands. Slash. Yeah. And then slash and you could do slash like dance and you'll just start doing the dance emote. And um, yeah, little things like that. It is essentially like a like hotkey stuff. But again, the beauty about this game is that you can set that to a hotkey on your keyboard. You just do. And then first person that like spoke to you, you immediately respond back to them. And again, it's a very helpful community. It's a community that is willing to just go out and just help random people. I had that before when I was playing Final Fantasy. Um, I was doing levy quests and I would just ask someone to join up, party up, and just maybe do some fa uh, fades. You know, have you seen those around the fades? The fates. Yeah, yeah, of course. Fates, yeah. I meant fates, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could just like get a little party or just one other person just start running those just to level up, you know, and I did that before. And in Final Fantasy, it's such a open game in the sense of like it's open for working together, right? Now, I feel that kind of takes away from the game at the same time because, because. Final Fantasy 11, like the... 11 one there was like way more repercussions so you play that one oh yeah yeah i played final fantasy 11 yeah i was just as a quick aside i was surprised to learn that that game is still active people oh, are still playing yeah. it yeah no that's a very popular final fantasy game like that's amazing and i can see why man like it's one of those few mmos out there that actually it's gonna sound weird it it's one of the few mmos that feels like an mmo like what its core is supposed to be where there is like a major quest line stuff but the whole point of an mmo is that you make the adventure you make up everything in that sense okay right so 11 was in that case where you couldn't do anything without a group sometimes oh. i remember leveling up certain people and the only way to level up you had to go to these sand dunes or this beach and then you would just stand there, wait, just yell in the general chat saying, like, looking for party, looking for friend, looking for group. 
And um, I mean, you're going to see that a lot if you play uh, Final Fantasy games. If you go into like, I guarantee you now, if you go into like a major city, you're just going to see everyone's just trading That's shit. That's another thing. All the flying text of yep. people's names. That's yep. so annoying. Yep. You can turn it off. I turned everything off, but I can't figure out how to turn off the pet pet's names. You see, that's funny because um, as in somebody new, you see all that and it's kind of like over, like a, like over, like not over senses, but it's like looking at a cockpit. Yeah. It's and a, you see all the buttons and you're like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. You're, you're, you're overstimulated. Yeah. Yeah. Smack Essentially. Em. Come on. My dog stop, is licking. More aggressively good. licking my he leg. He likes salt. <laughs> so stop. obviously you haven't Come showered. On. I did. If you were clean and not salty, he wouldn't be licking you. He's just licking my legs. Yeah, he likes to lick. Okay. Every, All right. every night he has a ritual that he has to lick me on my back and on my neck. Okay. Rickin. Chill. Chill. Rickin. Chill. It's slimy and weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. actually very feels really nice. Uh, the, the, the small one like, likes to lick your feet. Ugh. So we just lay there. That just so weird. It's the oh, best no. feeling in the world. Oh. oh, man. It's like a little like... Like anyway, <laughs> okay, yeah, chill, dude. That's that's too much information, it's like a man. Foot massage on your feet. It feels Some really good. nasty fucking dog spit. But anyways, um, talking about going back to what we were saying <laughs> beforehand, before the fucking dog dogs. saliva is very clean. No, it's probably it's dirty. Dog's mouth. They lick their asses You're and their dirty. balls. And you don't. No. Okay. Good. I, I, I'm I'm too chubby. I can't do it anymore. I can't. <laughs> but um, in that okay. So back to what we're saying. In the sense of like, the the, the progression of the game. It's 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 a true MMO game, right? Eleven. It's the truest sense in the sense of it. You need a community of some kind to progress. Two. If you died, there was actually. A penalty for it oh yeah and i noticed that there's no penalty in this and one. that's the important thing about the evolution of mmo games the ones i played right so just a quick recap i played wow classic wow i i played current wow now retail wow um i was playing final fantasy i reached i stopped when um i reached like one of the top level of uh, the cap of monk and then i started getting into samurai and i wanted to get into ninja and stuff but it was just too much, right? Um, I also played a little bit of a, a bunch of free MMOs, like Lord of the Rings, MMO. Yeah, free games always like make me very cautious. Like, why is it free? Oh. They're getting something out of you. Well, the reason is free. It depends. It depends on the game. Again, for um, for a game like Lost Ark, it's free, right? And that's like a newer MMO out. And uh, I think it's think it's kind of like in the style of like an arpg i'm not 100 percent sure haven't like played it fully but i believe that's a free mmo but it's kind of pay to win right so you could get gear and you just pay for it and bam you just have it you just pay for it but it's a free game you know parentheses free the most mmo i put in the most work though would probably be 11 and star wars Oh yeah, that's right. You always talk about next. Yes, because Star Wars was my favorite MMO for a while. Because I just really like Star Wars. Yeah, and that's one of the few MMO games that I could say I progressed with it because I followed it as a beta tester, and then I, I will still go back to it every once in a while, but not as much because unfortunately 
I had like a guild and a group, but everyone just faded away. So it's not kind of fun to jump in and just play by yourself on that uh, that side. But those are the two I put the most work into. And 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 wow, right now, currently it's wow retail just because um, I could jump in and just play really quickly. And it's like almost the best solo game, like MMO game where you could still like communicate with the community and stuff. But the important thing is I'm not part of a guild. I'm purposely not part of a guild. But the important thing about the whole thing with all these different MMOs is that the evolution of them has become more friendlier towards a casual market. Because back in the day, death meant something. Final Fantasy XI, you died you lost experience and you lost a lot of experience like you could lose hours of work for instance um you could be like level 20 you just hit level 20 die you're back at level like 18 right and um i honestly would have preferred that because yeah like i'm so used to games like treating you like that like you know like you die you gotta have something like at least lose half your money or something yeah like lose something i know in ultima the old school mmos um like ultima online if you died people could just straight up just take everything of yours yeah like it's like that in diablo yeah you get looted the fuck out and you just everything is just taken and that's it like if you were if you were in pk mode in player killer mode you could like loot people or get looted if you weren't then then they couldn't do that to you the only rendition of nowadays that's kind of familiar like that, that's on like a casual level that you could download and play, it's literally Classic WoW. Only because um, Classic WoW literally reverts back to old school WoW, right? Which is when it, it was like its early formation rather than the after releases of all the, all the crazy DLC stuff. Of, stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think specifically it was after warlord to draenor where it started going but wild crazy <laughs> so let me make a quick um a quick argument because because we were because we were, we were saying how this is like my first mmo yeah and and you said it's kind of like to like xenoblade yeah but i i, I kind of have to push the boundaries there and i know your opinion but i have to leave it to the audience that um to, to um to determine yeah because i i mean i have played like i grew up playing diablo and diablo 2 which were were massively multiplayer in a way to a sense online, yeah. you, know, you and, still needed and then there were rpgs yeah 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 <laughs> um what else I, I I was I was talking to you offline how I had played um Fantasy Star Online on the Dreamcast. Yes, yeah. And that's kind of what got me on this MMO kick because, like a couple a couple year ago or two ago, I was, I was thinking like oh like, I I was having that nostalgia feel for like playing an old nostalgia game. Playing so I thought like about older, that yeah. and then I realized oh they have new ones, so I, I kind of want to play that. But then you know I saw Final, uh, Final Fantasy you had mentioned yeah I, I was I was speaking about it yeah because at like, the oh, time this, I was playing it this looks way better and. You know, I might as well just play this. Yeah. So I mean, I I have played stuff like that. Like I didn't play Fantasy Star Online. At, online. I did. That was prime fucking gameplay. That was on the Dreamcast though. So the online was 56k modem. I played it on Xbox. Oh, Xbox. That's right. It came out on Fantasy Star. Yeah. And I had Xbox yeah. Live, and I was like, let me try this game. <laughs> I would say that's even one of my first RPGs. Really? Oh. Yeah. Uh, my first RPG was. You, you know, you, I'm probably the same. 
Quest 64 on the Nintendo 64. Some game I rented, some shitty RPG, but it was my first RPG in the traditional like Final Fantasy sense RPG. Yeah. Yeah, that's the more... Uh, I think that's one of the first ones I played. It was one of those on like Super Nintendo. I just don't remember which one it was. Yeah, for sure. But then but then the one I loved was Quest... I mean, not Quest. Um, Fantasy Star Online. Yeah. That was a lot That of was really good. I mean, there is a new... If you want to see where new Fantasy Star is on it's Steam, new, right? Yeah, yeah, there's a. I mean, it's free, rather. Yeah, it's a free. There's a free one right now, and it has like good reviews. But you know, again, I haven't played a Fantasy Star in forever. You know, the last one I played was one on the Xbox, and they were kind of geared a gearing away from um, the online aspect, and kind of went more of like a narrative story aspect, and it was kind of more of like your standard JRPG at that point. So that's what Xeno is. That's like it's it's more focused on the on the single player. Obviously, it's not online. Yeah, yeah. But I really see them making uh, MMO Xeno. I just don't think Nintendo's servers can handle it. That's why they haven't done it. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's it. Because thing. they always fail at that kind of like online massive i mean i mean, I mean have, nintendo like, online is already garbage yeah but like <laughs> it is but like but, but like that's just like you by yourself yeah but like but just like like okay like think about like the like the smash experience yeah it's all right it's all right you know it's like i mean like online yeah oh no i i it's like it's hit or miss a lot of times like sometimes i get a match and it's like really good and sometimes and like it's... i'm just like wow like my buttons are actually on time you know when i hit it and then sometimes it's like yeah there's a major lag didn't we try playing um super street fighter or no it was uh, street fighter 3 oh no no that was with my cousin and it was the same thing it was hit or miss it was like some great games were great other games were like hey, this is terrible yeah so you can't do that with an mmo with an mmo yeah well f- well i don't know with fighting games because i experienced that same thing on tekken on the pc so um, I think it's more of like maybe it's just fighting games and internet connection, right? They have different. Um, I, I've looked into this. Um, a gaming, I think that's what it is. The YouTube channel has really good videos on this. Yeah. And how it explains how um, exactly how this kind of stuff works for fighting games. So it's not that it's, it's 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 not that when they move, when your opponent moves, you see exactly when they move. But like, there's this. this I, I, there's just this very intricate system that like updates on time to make it feel like a, a, a lag free experience when in reality it's virtually impossible for it to be lag free. Oh yeah. I would imagine, I, I do believe that is true. Right. But at the same time, you know, you're playing the game, you do feel the difference, you know? So it's like, there are problems like, and it could be on the server side too. You know what I mean? There could yeah. be just server issues and whatnot. Dude, but, I think as a musician, like I feel like the tiniest, like millisecond differences. That's interesting. Have you been feeling like issues with Final Fantasy on, on no, no, connectivity? No, no, no. Not in terms of oh. not in terms of issues, but like shit, like like you may not necessarily see with your eyes, but like I'll hear it, I'll feel it because, like like for instance, when I'm like recording like guitar or something, and if I'm like listening to myself play and if there's like the slightest bit of lag, I'll hear it because the second I strike my guitar, yeah, I'm expecting the sound, but I hear it just barely after. There's like this little like echo feel. Okay. Like, no, it's not. And cause I'm used to hearing it when I play. When you, you play know? it. Yeah, exactly. So like 
so that's where I, I hear it. I don't see it. I, I don't. I don't think the, the, the eye can see that quickly, with the ear. Yeah, it could definitely check it out. But a back rounded back to the um, MMO experience. How is this like approaching it first time? Like, what's your mindset playing? Are you just concentrated on just leveling? Are you trying to figure out other systems about the game, like the crafting elements and whatnot? I haven't even touched the crafting. I haven't even like I see you could be a carpenter, you can be this, you could be that. You could be everything. Yeah, yeah you that's could be everything. A, by the way, the beauty of Final Fantasy that's so different oh, yeah, with so other games is that you could literally be one character and be everything. So you to just, go back real fast to like um another MMO I've played, this is I think it's more like well it's not really MMO, it's on but like Starbound and Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley's not online, but mm, yeah. yeah it is. But that's another game where you craft. Like it is all about crafting and yeah. artisan and everything like that. I would compare that one more towards uh, what do you call it though, um, to like Minecraft esque. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because Big time. Um, sandbox. Yeah, sandboxes. You gotta understand with uh, Final Fantasy, th- th- it's like a little mini game within itself, right? And again, the whole point is usually not for you to craft your own stuff, but to sell it. But to sell it, yeah. yeah. And and the more important thing is to level it up real quick, right? And I'm I haven't done the auction house money run of um what do you call it of a uh, Final Fantasy. The most I've done is I've just sold some um crafting elements. I would go out, gather some herbs or whatever that people really need, and just sell stacks of it. And that's how you a decent way to make gill, right? Yeah, that's, that's the same thing with, with Stardew Valley. Like you, you're crafting stuff to sell it, not to consume it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but in um, this sense, you could take the money and like you invest it back into your character in the sense yeah, of like another absolutely. crafting thing. So what I usually do is I'll sell stacks of something to buy stacks of something else to craft my thing all the way up. Stacks on stacks on stacks, stacks on, on stacks. stacks, and then um, you hit like top level or whatever, and then from there you could decide. Well, now I want to find specific recipes, right? And you can find right. it on the market or most of the time it's like through dungeons, right? So that's where the multiplayer aspect comes in. You got to have a group and whatnot to do this dungeon, right? Yeah, so that's th- that's the next step I definitely have to take because uh, like, um, you're asking me how I'm playing the game. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I'm mostly focusing on like the quest, not just the main quest, but also like all the other quests that everyone has in the area. And the other day I had this re- realization that like, holy shit, there's so much more of the map that I haven't been to. Oh. And I started paying more attention to the map. I guess I guess at first I was a little more because we were having conversation yeah. earlier on another episode how I'm a real I'm a map person. Oh well. So I was so overwhelmed before, and then now I'm paying attention more to the map. I'm like, holy shit, I gotta explore all of this. I guess I was just avoiding like the the, the high level enemies and stuff. And that's the biggest difference between like games like Stardew Valley, Xenoblade, oh, yeah, and stuff is that, <laughs> and it routes to MMO again. As uh, one thing I want to say is that the difference between the world building in most of these games and MMOs is that. The game feels lived in, yeah. Rather than things just living in it, right? Right. So for Final Fantasy, I think it's a good example of that because if you go to certain areas, you'll see harder uh, enemies oh, in yeah. the wild, right? And that's the point of MMO. It's it's supposed to put you in in, in positions of areas where you're where you are out leveled and that just puts you in your mind. Oh, avoid that. Avoid. Yeah. Come back later. And that's what, exactly what reminds me of Zeno. Because Xeno is exactly like that. Or uh, like, yeah, I haven't played Xeno. Yeah. Like in, in the path you're taking, there's gonna be some guys who are level ninety flying around. You need to just fucking like 
Just keep yeah. walking, man. Just keep walking. I'm telling you, man. Like you really, really like Xenoblade. I know you played Chronicles X, which was a great one. Yeah, Chronicles. That's the one I played. Yeah. But so one was great, but two is the most refined one. That's where like they really refined their formula and made it like really. Yeah. In know. those types of games, though, um, I've been because I that's that's technically a JRPG, right? That's a. Yeah. It's like it Japanese is. anime style ish. But it's not a a a a a a a type of JRPG. To me, that's what JRPG means. It's just like attack, attack. It's a little different. Oh, no. For They're, me, it's um, different things. I played a couple JRPGs, and there's a decent amount that that have that style. I would say that's kind of Tales, right? Oh yeah, Tales is kind of like that because you would just sit there, hit a a a, and then maybe do something else with the group, right? Well, some of the later Tales yeah. games, um, they incorporate the whole um. I want to play the new one. That one looks good. Yeah, very looks quickly. Good. Yeah, the, um, the, 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 they incorporate the whole um, like you tell your party members already what to do, like a la Final Fantasy twelve. Ah, uh, yeah. And then like you can control who you want to control, or you can just set everything to be in like an auto mode. So the thing with Zeno is that like their fighting system is similar in each one, but they keep kind of updating it and refining it, and it's like a harmony between. The characters and the different blades, like the different weapons. Yeah, I know that one. There's like companions or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so each one has like a different um, type, and each type has its own like. It has its own role in the combo system. Yeah. So you can just sit there and attack, but that's not gonna let like you're not gonna fight any boss like that because like you have to get good at the combo system to set up good combos to beat the shit out of the, the the bosses. Is this your mindset coming in when you play this game? It's like, oh, this reminds me a lot of Xeno. The fighting, the fighting system, no. No, but yeah, the, definitely not. But yeah. the game, yes. I mean, yeah, yeah, the game, it, yeah. it just feels like. Because like the endless quest and like it's there's a lot of detail in like how people talk to you and everything. See, this and the is stories. The, uh, I think I told you this before, but for now, like just concentrate on the main story because right. Final Fantasy, uh, I've, I, as I heard from like reading and before I got into it, is the beginning is the sludge. It's the it's the very MMO esque or very cheap feeling, right? And that's because they didn't change much at the beginning when oh. they redid the game. Gotcha. When you get when you get to the and that's where I stopped when I got to the a lot of the end and conclusion of the first stuff and then I was starting to feel like all right now it's picking up right okay, cool. because then after that you after you hit like level sixty or something you unlock other class missions or other class stuff right oh yeah and I don't know which one you picked at the beginning I picked Pugilus so that opened up to um, which one's that one hand to hand. It's fighting. It's just hand-to-hand Pugilus. Oh, I picked Lancer. Lancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lancer's a good one because that opens up to other things. Did you get any of the DLC or just the base game? I got all the way through Endwalker. I got Endwalker? Okay, yeah. good. Because what's going to happen is you're going to hit like 50, and then that's when you get the fun classes. That's when the game gets real fun because you get Red Mage. It immediately yes. unlocks Red Mage. I want to be a Black Mage for sure. Um, Well, no, no, no. Black Mage black mage you go back and you go like level up traditionally that you could do like at level 20 i believe right uh-huh. with any class red mage is specifically a combination of using like a rapier s sword and using magic along with it so you're kind of like this unique battle mage hmm. but 
my whole point being is that it leads up to a whole new battle system with its own powers and abilities. Gotcha. No, and then I do enjoy like the whole kind of combo aspect, trying to figure out like my own combos because I noticed that something's going to each other. So that, 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 that's a lot of fun. The one thing I forgot to mention is the one I was getting into, having a whole lot of fun playing, was Sam. Uh, I think Samurai. Samurai. Yeah, Samurai. It was. I don't know what it is. The animations and the mixture of the combat. It just made it feel a little bit more rush. I guess it makes it yeah. feel more of like an actiony game, which. At the beginning of Final Fantasy, that's the hardest part about it is the basically the beginning of it. You know, you're just leveling up and questing going through all of it. I mean, for me, like, I guess the bar is low because for me, what I'm doing now, it's a lot of fun and I love it. Oh, yeah. Wait until you get to, yeah, to that when you hit that. Keep going with it. If you if there's a point, especially you're like at the beginning, you're like, uh, this isn't like getting fun. It's starting to become tedious. Like, just power on through it because at the end of it, it will be way better you know and this could be for anybody you know because you gotta understand final fantasy is one of the difficult mmos just to come into as someone who's played different mmos right because star wars for instance is very solo friendly right you know it's very basic quest structure and everything just go here talk to this guy and just he'll tell you what to do right well final fantasy it gives you that option to do the levy quest so you could go in you could do a bunch of fighting do a bunch of levy quests and just upgrade your one main attack class and then pick up levy quests for like crafting shit right and there's always that accessibility to do something to build your character up which is important in mmo games right but like other games like wow and well retail wow and again star wars it's very limited you're just like go talk to this dude he'll do all this yeah. go talk to that dude do all this and then you get to do end game content and then with star wars you could do all that by yourself now like literally you could go in do a raid and just have like a robot and your companion that you have on with you when you level up the game um and and that's all you need for that one raid which is cool you know some people who like who want to play an MMO game like a single player game, that would be my recommendation to them. It would be play Star Wars, like the MMO, because that's the perfect just MMO game. You just want to play, quickly play and get that feeling and then just be done with it, right? Because you could always drop that game because there's no sense of, for me anyways, there was no big sense of progression that yeah. keep me going, which is important for a lot of games. Like, it's that feeling of you not only getting better, but understanding the game better. Yeah. And that's important for me, and especially for a lot of MMO players, right? So that would be my recommendation for that. But Final Fantasy, again, is a perfect just all-around MMO game for everybody. You could be that hardcore player, because once you hit the end game content, you could just keep doing the primals or like the high-end dungeons over and over and over again. And if you do it good enough, and if you're really good, and let's say you pick a specific class to do it along with. So that would mean not being a damage dealer, right? Because in the structure of like a dungeon in MMOs, it's like tank, healers, and DPS, right? And the, the two most top priority ones will always be tanks and healers, right? right? But again, being those classes gives you more responsibility which makes you which makes it either more fun in the sense of urgency 
Because for a tank, your urgency is making sure everybody's attacking you. That's it. You just taunt everybody, and if somebody else is using taunt, you tell them to stop it, <laughs> right? Healer is a little bit more difficult. I've never played a healing, cl healing class in any MMO game because I'm too intimidated by it. Because <laughs> the thing is, is that healing only works. It's only fun when you're doing raids and maybe PvP and stuff like that. There's not much PvE shit you could do unless it's again raids and dungeons all the time right and that's where the fun in a healer comes in because you know you're trying to keep everybody alive and you're constantly using your fucking hotkeys like every fucking second yeah right while a damage healer can kind of be at ease all they need to make sure to do is just make sure to keep doing that damage right and that's the important structure of like a like an mmo just raid of some form and so just real quickly now that you mentioned that Zeno has that. The, the, like your three characters have to be tank, healer, um, and well, DPS. Well, the difference is, is that that's single player. Of course, of yeah, course, yeah. of course. Because you assigned it to them, and then you're just like, all right, done, right? You just let you assign them the ability, and then they just handle it. In the sense of having a player be a tank, and then remembering all the layouts of a dungeon. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and then you also have to like set up their um what attacks they use. So and that's the thing. You could set it up for them, right? Nice. While like on Final you Fantasy. You co cooperate with other with people. Other people. Of course, and of then course. sometimes there's that one guy who was like, a dumbass. and this happened to me. No, no. <laughs> this is the best thing about Final Fantasy. I was fucking up in a dungeon. Literally, like I was first time tanking, just giving it a try, and I haven't tanked since Star Wars. And the only reason why I tanked in Star Wars because I was like that knowledgeable at the game at the time. Because I felt comfortable tanking. I was like, all right, I know where this guy is. I know what to do with this guy. I know to interrupt him at this point. I know when to grab this mob of people. And I was fucking up a dungeon in Final Fantasy, my first one. And nobody was giving me fucking shit for it. No one, like, if I was playing WoW, retail WoW, and I did a friend finder group, and I was fucking up, people would let me know. They'll be like, yo, kick this shitty ass tank, you know, like, get the fuck out of here, right? Well, Final Fantasy, people were literally being patient with me. They were just like, yeah, just chill on your ability. Wait until this guy comes out. Then pop it off. Like, it was it was basic shit from, for them. But for me, it was like like elder knowledge. You know, you know the truth. <laughs> you know, like, you know the truth. And again, th that's why I like other games. Really, like, Xenoblade kind of reminds me of Star Wars Corridor 2 in the sense... And, and Final Fantasy... Um, 12 as you put it is it's 12 when you could program your people right in Kodor you could program your people the same way it's like a queue you have a queue of actions and you could fill up that bar with just right. different abilities and honestly uh that sense of gaming is satisfying because it's you yourself doing like chess moves you know you're like all right when this guy uses this move you are programmed to do that ability right and you think of all the steps and everything while when I was playing fucking the dungeon, I was fucking up everything and having panic attacks because I didn't know what I was doing, you know? And I thought I knew what I was doing right because I'm using the abilities. Like, I'm using the abilities right in the sense I need to pull them, but I was using them wrong in the sense of the greater community, I mean, the greater group, right? Because I would aggro some guys, but then the healer would start get attacking and I'll be get attacked and I'll be like, Oh shit. You know, <laughs> I forgot to grab those guys, you know? And, um, that's the edge that gives the MMO world because 
you have to trust other people, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the for me it's pretty hard online, right? Because like for instance, um, if I know uh, an air, if I'm playing Star Wars and I'm a tank or I'm not a tank and I'm watching another take play and he's doing really bad, right? I have to put my trust in him to do better if I want to stay in this group. I mean, I could always just be like, peace out, yeah, you guys suck, get out, you know? But if you're in a healthy community, especially an MMO community, they will go out of their way to help you, right? And they will go out their way and just say, hey, use this, use that, use this and that. And that's part of the experience of an MMO game is that you learn something, you know, from another experienced player, you know? And it could be tricks, it could be little things. But then again, going back to that, Xenoblade Kodor comparison is that I do like having my I do like trusting myself with knowing where to do use abilities and stuff like that. Right, right, right. That's where the fun. There's a two different types of fun in that. You know what I mean? There's yeah. the fun of like you know everything and you know what to do at what moment. Yeah, there's controlling everything versus like cooperating with other people to reach a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's. In the end, in the end, it's just a game, so you're not really losing anything. Yeah, you're not really <laughs> losing anything. But if you're playing like like let's say you're playing um like a certain dungeon, and you want an item piece, and somebody else is fucking up, True. that's gonna get on your nerves. Yeah, wait, wait until you get like a little bit more experience. That's the thing that's gonna annoy you the most. If you start getting to know everything about the game, and if you really like it. Right in the sense of like you know the dungeon layouts, you know where the traps are, where everything is, and then somebody else is fucking up, right? That's gonna be your kind of like aggravation. But depending on your mood, you're not gonna go out and say, "Hey, fuck ass," you know, like type them. You'll just probably be like, "Yo, chill out," and they'll and and in a community like Final Fantasy, they'll probably be like, "Oh, all right, what do I do?" You know, and it'll be all calm and shit. I mean. Just two days ago, I did a fucking raid. But what you're trying to say is Blizzard is toxic. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. It is, dude. It's so... So let's pivot a little bit. Let's talk about the music. Oh, man. Well, Final Fantasy music is kind of hit or miss with me at this yeah. point. Because when I was playing that game, like I was enjoying the background music and stuff. But it's kind of like listening to one album over and over again. It's just there's a certain sound and I'm just tired of the sound, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying it's bad or anything. When I listen to the Final Fantasy music, it does sound epic and stuff like that. But for me, it still sounds Final Fantasy. Like I could pop in Final Fantasy X and still hear the relatively the same style-esque of music, you know? But that's the point. They have motifs. You know, they have Ifrit. They have Shiva. They have, like, the summons as boss battles. And I think they have, like, the music reflecting those boss battles. You know what song I a song I really liked, in um, it's like those little like training things, when like, like the guy is talking to you and then you have to like follow what he what he tells you to do and it's like this like oh. kind of swing but like fast swing. Yeah, and yeah, I know what you're talking about. Such a good song. I I wish I could pull it up right now and just play it. But. You should see um if you heard the Chocobo theme if you remember that they they do like a re-edited or remastered and it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. It's like orchestrated and stuff and it sounds fun. But honestly, between the musics, um, I'm kind of have to lean towards maybe like, I mean, 
how about sound design really you know not just the music but the sound design because the best thing about Final Fantasy is the sound of the magic when you hear those magic sounds because it shares the same uh, I think it's almost the same maybe slightly edited or remastered but it's the same sound effects as Final Fantasy 11 I haven't heard any of the sounds so yeah you're, you're not a mage or, exactly yeah, yeah. yeah you see that's Oh man, that's another whole fucking can of worms. Like, um, for me, for a while, I used to play only melee builds in a lot of MMO games because I only thought those were fun, right? And it's not until like a couple years ago when I started WoW again, like I tried Mage and stuff and realized, wow, Magic is actually really fun. You know? Yeah, it's slow at the start. It's hard to start, but always gets really good. Yeah, yeah, and um, what do you call it for Final for Final Fantasy? I found Arcanist to be my favorite magic class and summoner it, which leads into summoner i think and summoner is pretty fun that all the noise it makes and everything it sounds very satisfying like i don't know how to put it either it's such a unique magic sounds like once you get into it you'll start hearing it and stuff right and even wow has unique magic sounds right that's like in my fucking brain it's like hardwired in there if i hear it it's like it like unlocks that nostalgia piece of my brain, you know? And again, I think the sound design in Final Fantasy is a little bit more stronger than like other games, like WoW, Star Wars and stuff like that. Because um it's kind of unique and it's kind of original, which is pretty pretty important on my end, you know. I can't I gotta admit I haven't paid too much attention to it, but I mean, I, I like what I hear so far, but uh, I, I definitely want to hear some, some more of these magic sounds you seem very fond of. Oh, yeah. No, it's very, very, very good. Like, I don't know how else. Uh, oh, another thing, the crafting sounds, too. Crafting sounds are pretty fun. Um, what annoying is the people who hang out in, like, a a um, common area very shittily playing their instrument. Oh, yeah. Wait, you hear that? Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But you gotta give those people some lax. Maybe they're practicing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Go practice, used to go it. practice in your, in your house, you know? <laughs> oh, you if can't. I'm, if I'm learning the saxophone, I don't, you know, go to the village square and start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's, I think that's literally in Final Fantasy because you have a Moog house, but you can't pull out an instrument in there, I think. Um, I don't know. I'm, uh, when, I, when I see it, I'm kind of indifferent about it. You know, if you go into the major city, like Lumza Limza, um, and you go there, like, you know, pretty late or whatever, there's always, like, a group of people just playing music and shows. And this might seem weird to you when you see a whole congregation of people just chilling and shit like that. But that's, like, peak MMO gameplay. (laughs) They have parties and shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's a whole thing. Like, that's in every MMO game just a part where everyone just hangs out they just like show off their characters or like they just fucking sit there and just talk to people you know and um star wars galaxies had the best version of that now i didn't play star wars galaxies i came back to it with a friend trying to play it and i just couldn't fucking play it because it's so dated right but that was one of the major things about that mmo game which is very unique for its gameplay where there was there were merchants and stuff, but there were player merchants. So everyone would meet at the cantina, the local watering house, you know, and you start asking people for things you need. And the auction house were the players, 
you know there wasn't like a system where like you could go look up stuff it was literally ran into the canteen and started yelling shit there was also like a specific class of dancer too so when you went into the cantina and danced people could give you like donations and that was one way how people made money that sounds interesting yeah no <laughs> this is this is the, one of the things of mmos like um you'll probably you're you're gonna start seeing if you go in major towns you're just gonna see people just fucking chill in there yeah like doing nothing sometimes just hanging out there or like in in fucking final fantasy's case what i noticed is always there's always a naked person <laughs> always fucking a naked person always a dude with like no clothes just dancing i think i've seen it actually yeah no that's the thing and that's the that's another unique thing about the um mmo game sphere is that sometimes just people use that as like a literal second life where they don't come in as a game they're coming in there to hang out with their friends yeah i mean i think friends is the key word there yeah yeah friends if if you don't have friends then you're just like yeah, you're just going to play the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's how you know you know an MMO guy. It's like, <laughs> so what do you do? Oh, I quest. Ah, doesn't play. <laughs> so um, any closing thoughts? Um, well, I just wanted to speak about a little bit about the future of MMO gaming. I touched sure. about it just a little bit as we were speaking. And the important parts are death or no longer penalties coming in future MMOs. You know what I mean? And it's kind of going on this crazy, like, um, scale, like scale thing where in the early days of MMO gameplay, death was like, uh, like a more consequential thing. It was a thing you wanted to avoid. Right. Right. And it was something that it was in the game and it had you on the back of your mind the whole time. Yeah. Like real life. Yeah. Like real life. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you got one life essentially, but now we're getting into an age where death is, and it, Again, this is like a little thing, right? This is like a little thing out of like a lot of games, right? Death is not the major component of an MMO gameplay and how you personally enjoy it, right? But for me, I've always liked that sense of uh, danger, right? And especially the only game that you could get close to that nowadays, I feel, is like playing the older games or playing Classic WoW. But I hope in the future that they kind of change this prospect because when you take out like a penalty it kind of takes out a like a like a whole thought process a part of the game a whole part of something that you need to think about like do i want to go get these materials do i have good enough armor because if i fucking die that's it you know right right and you have and you took way pre-more precautions like you always made sure your character was tight yeah, you planned more. Yeah, you planned more, and you made sure every ability that you use or put your stat points in, it was, like, to the greater mint of your character in the sense of you're not wasting anything, right? Right. Now we're getting into an age where things are getting, like, like casual. Like, it gets more casual. Another aspect I want to bring up, touch in the future, is talents. Actual, like, going in looking at your abilities and stuff like that nowadays that's kind of being taken away from the player right like think of final fantasy if you upgrade you're not you're not picking any certain specific talent or a talent tree to get like a like a specific play style whatever it's now it just gives it to you and it's just like here what do you mean well when you level up like a like a black mage 
right? You get like Fire a one, and then you level up, you get Fire a two, and so on and so forth. The abilities is based on your level. Where it would like in Classic WoW used to be abilities were things you needed to buy. That was like a whole financial situation where you needed to plan out like I need to be making enough money to get my abilities. Right. And the fact is, is uh, like, again, they're taking out that kind of challenge in games where it's instead of the abilities being something that was really important and you needed to work towards, it's now something that's just you level up and you get it. It's kind of just given to you. Right. Now, um, again, this is not like I want this to be in all like MMO games where it needs to be this strict way of playing, right? But you just got to remember is that that's like a part of a gameplay. And then when you take that out, that's literally taking a whole function out. And then you're replacing it with something a little bit more easier. More noob friendly. You're more noob friendly. Yeah, and I think that's a... Th- that's a trend in video games in general. In general, yeah. The last 10 years, I mean, 20 years. True, true, but there were are those games like Elden Ring that just come out and say, you know, fuck your notations of a fucking difficulty game. Here's this, <laughs> you know. And uh, my favorite thing about Elden Ring is just the beginning of it. Right when you open up the doors, you see the big tree fucking horse dude, and y- if you try to fight him, you're getting wrecked. So it just teaches you to avoid that shit, you know. Oh my god, yeah, there's... Uh, I definitely want to play that game. Everyone keeps talking about it, but I'm just so limited in time that, like, I have to choose what yeah. I'm going to play. Well, if, again, if you're, going, if you're going for Final Fantasy, I would say try to just... If you have any game time, just put it into that now. <laughs> oh my god. Literally. All but right. I hope the future of MMOs kind of go back to a formula of a challenge rather than it being so friendly. But at the same time, who knows what the future holds? Hopefully, I mean, we do know what WoW retail warehouse in future uh, dragon people and dragon races. We'll see how that fucking goes. <laughs> Anything else you want to add before we close it out? I hope you enjoy listening. I hope we bring in insightful information. With that, this is Marcus signing off. And this is the one and only Colonel Chimp. Y'all have a good night. Oh, shit. Oh, shit.